What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. We're back. It's another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. It's your boy, Brennan Tanguma, sitting still electronically. More than six feet away from me is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, we're back here Friday night. How are you doing today, my friend? One would say it's a Friday night. I'm not going to say delight because it is fight we don't yeah because there's going to be a fight between curveballs and chair shots and trapdoor to hell coming soon may even happen monday through friday nine to five thirty depending on you know someone's gonna be a little punk bitch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shout out trapdoor to hell finally made their return trapdoor the reboot but we call them 2.0 because just like nxt because they're the developmental brand right dominic exactly they, they, they have a lot to learn, you know, etiquette, you know, and flow and stuff like that, you know, but they'll get there one day. Shout out to them. If you haven't, you know, after, of course, after you listen to this podcast, then you can yeah go and listen to them. They record or, Fridays, or, I, but they saying, come out though, like Sunday or something. I don't just know. saying, though, wouldn't it be better to listen to them first? Because like you get like the lower end and then you want like that, you know, they're they're like a Toyota. We're like the Rolls Royce. So wouldn't you want to like, you know drive that one first then drive the better car you know i don't want to control our listeners ears if they want to do whatever order whatever they listen to they have the opportunity and the choice to do that because this is america at least if you're listening to us from america because you know we are worldwide around here except for in russia fuck russia yeah fuck russia unless you're listening you know and you and you support fuck russia yeah yeah um, anything anything happened within the uh, last week since we last talked, Dominic? Uh, anything? What's going on in your life? How are you doing? Well, you know, I had like a decent day today until my manager told me I need to remember things better. And I was like, bro. Oh, I've been I was told you had a you had another concussion added to the list and I didn't get any explanation of what happened. So how'd you get another concussion? I got bukkake by rolls. Rolls. Labels, roll labels, rolls of labels. So for the people who don't know, like me, how big are these rolls? How heavy? Is I it mean, just like a roll of plastic? Is that basically what it is? I mean, it's like depending on the roll. Probably. I mean, Mary, uh, studio audience, what's the biggest roll? I mean, like how heavy is the biggest roll we, we ship? You think a couple pounds, like five pounds? Yeah. Probably the heaviest one that we make is probably about five pounds, maybe like three, four pounds. About, about there. So that's probably the heaviest, but these ones are probably maybe like, you know, half a pound. But the, so, so okay, me I'm, at, I'm out here thinking you're dealing with like a hundred pound rolls of plastic. Oh, just God. Got, no. And you like bopped it on your head. Or you like ran into it or something. But no, it's just a little, little half a pound just falls off. That's like a rock. That's like a little pebble falling from well, the sky. Okay, but, a, but a bird is carrying like a peanut and it actually falls out of his mouth and it hits you in the head. That's that's what it seems like you're dealing with right now. You make it seem like it's a big ordeal. Anyways, about four or five fell from maybe. Let's see if I'm this tall, it was that high up. So, I mean, I'm trying to calculate the distance from where the, the roll, five rolls fell from to my head, maybe like two feet. Booped or no, two feet would be. Yeah, it's probably about maybe like a foot and a half fell. So about four or five rolls fell, 
bopped me on the face and the head and yeah well we're we're happy that you've seeked the right medical attention there was no medical attention you are back i was just like ow that hurt but you know just saying he told me to remember things and i'm like bro i've had a handful of concussions head injuries you're telling me to remember things i can't fucking remember shit like that's not cool so i got triggered a little bit and then they ghost you on whatsapp and then you just don't get paid and then you're unemployed even though you never were told you're unemployed you know by the way brandon good news our company is growing we now uh have uh what two new locations one in texas and one in ohio so if you're looking for a job you is know, it near we, cincinnati i don't know oh. and the other one is in dallas Ooh, wrestlemania we out if you get a job sure i'll go with you sure yeah yeah uh so me Still unemployed. Applied for a couple jobs yesterday. So we'll see what happens over there. So, you know, if if I'm all American label, is that, is that what it's called? Right? Yes. I, I pay attention. You know, if they're looking for any like copywriters, or, like marketing people, you know, just slide through and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll look into it and you know, see what happens. You know, you know, my people call your people. My uh, my colleague and I were talking about you about, and to our manager and, uh, you know, I was saying all these great things about you. And this colleague of mine started slandering you, saying that, you know, you don't want to work, you know, certain shifts and, you know, all these other th- horrible, horrible, horrible things. I had to defend you. Thank you. And no, a I manager, that. manager in the long run was like, yeah, we don't want someone like that working here. So sorry, Damn. buddy. Hate to see it. A uh, question it. that's uh, surrounded the internet. Since you do work at a factory, you might have, you might lean a certain way because I feel like that's where people go to. In the world, what are there more of, doors or wheels? Just wheels. Not doesn't have to be car wheels, just a wheel. Uh, I'll give you my answer off the air. Because I've seen things, because I've seen like TikToks and I've seen like rolly thingies that like you push things like on a conveyor belt or whatever. And it's just like a shit ton of wheels. I don't know if that you have that over at your place. No, we don't. So that's what um, I lean more towards wheels. Cause you can have like thousands and thousands of wheels in one place added on top of all the cars and you know, the other types of wheels and bikes. So I'm a, I'm a wheels guy. Are you a wheels or a doors guy? People need know. to know. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm an equal opportunist. And what, like, what about like rundown cars that have their doors taken off? Like, even if the doors are still like here, do they still count as doors, even though they're not attached to the thing that makes them doors? Well, does like a hood to a car technically? It's a door if you think about it, because you can open the hood, which is like opening a door, right? Exactly. I don't know. Anyways, I got a shit ton of stuff to talk about, but unfortunately, we got some sad news we got to talk about. We got to do the in memoriam. Haven't done this since John Madden, uh, but we have to do some wrestling, some wrestling in memoriam. Scott Hall, Ray's Ramon, the bad guy founder of the outsiders founder of the nwo passed away on friday 
at 63 years old. It kind of came out over the weekend. He suffered multiple heart attacks during a hip surgery. Uh, He was on life support. Didn't look great. Uh, Kevin Ash came out and pretty much said he was going to take an off life support. And then everyone was basically, you know, right in his his grave already. And Sean Waltman X-Pac came out and said, you know, he's not dead yet. He's still breathing. His heart's beating. But then unfortunately, kind of around whatever, four o'clock Pacific time, he did end up passing away. So Dominic, uh, I know he hits. He's one of your favorites, even though neither one of us ever really saw him live. We didn't meet him at Starcast. At, he uh, was in Las Vegas, at, and he was a gentleman because we were. Was that the one we were late to? Oh yes, that was the one we were late to. It was the morning one, the first one. Uh, we showed up. I forget exactly what time. Let's say it ended at like ten. We showed up at like nine thirty something, nine forty. Yeah, and we almost thought we missed it because there was a line for the next meet and greet after that. And then it turns out we weren't even the last ones. There were still some stragglers, some stragglers left. And I remember apologizing to all of them and apologize to Scott. And I was just like, oh, sorry to keep waiting. He's like, oh, it's all good, brother. And I'm like, he brothered me. Oh, baby. So, you know, one of my, you know, I, I think no matter who you ask in wrestling, he has to be one of the favorites just because of how cool he was. He was great in ring. You know, yeah, he had all the demons, but, you know, you can tell the last 10 years or so he's been trying to right the wrongs and you got to respect that. So he will be missed. I will miss him for sure. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I didn't really have that much of an interaction. I kind of just I think I did like the, you know, hi, how you doing? Stuff like that. And I can't remember if he said anything to me, but uh, it is sad. Um, One of the the all time greats, influential uh, throughout his entire career, started in the early 80s, then obviously made a name for himself in the 90s with Razor Ramon and then jumping ship to WCW and the Outsiders. Uh, I kind of, you know, we talked about on the other podcast and I kind of said like his uh, career is like just super interesting, like kind of like to dive into because he wasn't the best wrestler. He was never like the best talker. Like he was a good talker, but he was never considered like the best in the business at really any point. But yet he is still fondly remembered. He just had it like that swagger and we kind of talk about wrestlers today like you know trying to have star power scott hall wasn't was never like the top guy but he always just had it and he was always you know kind of in the right place right time uh you know the, the ladder match with Shawn michaels one of the best matches ever very influential in when it comes to like the the high spots and like that type of match that we see all too often now in wrestling today um but yeah, I mean, it sucks. And as you said, you know, he's been dealing with some things like almost for pretty much the entire time we've been alive. So like the last 30 years, he's been dealing with alcohol and drug issues. And he he turned himself around. If you haven't seen uh, the Jake the Snake Roberts kind of resurrection documentary, um, and wasn't it Scott Hall came first, right? So if it wasn't for Scott Hall getting kind of his shit together, Jake kind of saw that. I was like, oh, I can get my shit together. No, I think it was the other way around. Nah, I don't know. It was a, but J- because it was the other way around. Jake was getting his shit together. And then they both DDP and him reached out to Scott to get his shit together. And then I remember they picked him up in a wheelchair. And then, you know, it was it's a great documentary. You got it. Yeah, and, and I know, you know, Scott had some hiccups uh, along the way. But overall, I mean, it seemed like these last few years he was obviously health wise, not doing that great. But he seemed like a good spirits and. Uh, we've seen like so many people like wrestlers come out and like support and even like mainstream media. He's got a lot of attention, maybe like kind of surprising. So he's kind of like, I think on that like edge of, you know, 
someone who, if he were to pass away, the mainstream media would talk about it. And I mean, if you look at like all the people that talked about him and like tweeted about it, it's like they knew about him, but they didn't really know him because he kind of kept a very close circle. Obviously, you know, the last 20, whatever years he was kind of on the outskirts, but with the click and all the different things. And he kind of rubs some people the wrong way with the politics. And he kind of just says it how it is for better, for worse. And I mean, just kind of wherever he went, he was uh, didn't really give a shit, which got to respect him for that, I guess. You got to respect Bret Hart for not, you know, because I know one of the feathers that he ruffled was Bret. And you got to respect Bret for not knocking the dead and giving a beautiful, you know, kind of, you know, little message to him and family and friends. So, you know, good up on you and Bret. Good job, Bret, not being an ass. T's and P's, T's and P's. Uh, also met his son, Cody. A few, like, like I think it was like the first wrestling convention I really went to, met him. Scott Hall was supposed to be there. I was supposed to meet him. But then for some reason, he wasn't there. There's rumors that maybe he, like, had some sort of altercation. I'm not going to speculate on that. But, you know, shout out to Cody and the entire family over there. But, oh, shit, I'm out here hitting my microphone. Let's move on into the baseball or the football, Dominic, I'm going to let you pick because both of these sports, we kind of predicted this last week that it was going to be fucking crazy. And I don't even think neither one of us expected to be this crazy. So which Let's sport do the baseball you, first? I think you want, football... to talk, you want to do with the baseball. So it's almost yeah. kind of like, you know, what we talked about earlier. Do you want to go with the, the sad or the happy stories first? Sad because, than happy. So, yeah, we're going to start off with the sad stories. The Oakland athletics have uh, traded the fucking oh, idiots in the West traded pretty much everybody. Uh, they traded Chris Bassett to the Mets. Then they trade Matt Olson to the Braves. Next day, Matt Olson signs a, a big contract with the Braves. Technically not like that big, but it's I think big. The A's could have like afforded him, but it just is what it is. And then finally they trade Matt Chapman to the Blue Jays. Rumors came out today that apparently the A's offered him what was it 10 years 150 million or eight years 150 million like Bullshit. a long a, a big long-term contract obviously not kind of the tippy top of what he could make but yeah. chapman declined that so now he's going over to the uh to the blue jays both Ole and chapman had a few years left on them and i think olsen had like two years left to control i think chapman's kind of that same boat but uh oakland as kind of the entire al west is loading up Oakland kind of taking a step back. Christian Pache, uh, Pache, uh, kind of the big name uh, taken from the Olsen trade and kind of a lot of prospects kind of surrounding that. For, so for these three players, I think the A's got around 10 or 11. So a big haul, but obviously this happens kind of every five to six years. Get some good names, get some good prospects, and then you trade them away because you can't pay anybody. Well, I mean, it. I mean, it's just sad that you know, you tried to afford Chapman, but yet you don't even try to afford Olsen. You know what I mean? It's well, we don't know. We don't exactly know that it is. Olsen is an Atlanta guy. He probably uh, did want the big time money. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, the A's are our hometown team. So that's kind of how we would feel about the A's is how he feels about the Braves. So, it does. you know, it doesn't shock me that. Let's say even if it was the same amount. I mean, we'll talk about it with Devonta Adams. Maybe he declined a little bit of money to be in Oakland to go back, quote unquote, home and play with his favorite team, the Braves. 
eh, I guess whatever. I mean, you know, it's just sad that the AIDS organization just don't doesn't understand how to, you know, manage a fucking team like that. You know, put some money into your players, into the ball club, into the stadium, into this, into that, and maybe your team won't suck as much. Yeah, and uh, some bad news. There was a another vote, or I don't exactly know what to call it, but there was like a no vote a couple days, I think on Thursday, uh, for like a port or like the port and something or another. It's not official, like a bad, bad thing, but it's just, uh, you know, not the, it's a no vote, so it's not exactly the uh, best of things to be happening for the issue surrounding all of these moves. But as we talked about off the air, Dominica, for you to finally convert from Giants fan to Ace fan, you have to go through one of these rebuilds. Uh, we went through it in 1415, went through it uh, kind of, 2010 2011 and so now here we are again in 2022 you know looking around the west there's going to be i mean the mariners are loading the fuck up uh, texas is loading up as well and then you still got the uh, astros and uh, angels they still you know got some of the best players in the league so if i'm trying i'm usually the more positive person trying to look and we got sean Mania. woo, and uh Frankie Montas, who also those two could be traded. Uh, Who knows at any point, (laughs) but uh, yeah, it it does suck. Um, I I liked Olsen more than Chapman. Uh, Chapman's bat has kind of declined his, I mean, his glove is otherworldly, obviously, but uh, Olsen kind of had the best of both worlds and um, it it just sucks. Now uh, I have my, my gay pride fanny pack, both Matt Olsen and Bob Melvin signed it, and now they're gone. You just, you just hate to see it. It's a curse. It's a curse. Yeah, but it, I mean, it took them three years, I think, for, for that to happen. So I guess it's positives. It's not like my Josh Donaldson jersey where I bought it on like Black Friday or whatever, and then like the next day he gets traded to the, the uh, Blue Jays. Hopefully this Chapman trade ends up better than that Josh Donaldson trade because, I mean, nobody really panned out in that trade. I'm kind of forgetting who the A's got from the Blue Jays, but um, yeah, it's uh, not good. Shout out uh, Mr. X and the Reds. They're pretty much doing the same thing. So the Reds are the uh, Oakland A's of the National League. They're kind of trading away everybody. Uh, One of them, two of them, Jesse Winker and Eugenio Eugenio Suarez. Uh, They get dealt to the Mariners. So as I said, the Mariners really loading up and they were just on the precipice of making the playoffs last year, Dominic, and now they get uh, some two studs, some two big bats that they can implement in their lineup. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, you know, this year it's a, you know, race, it's a two horse race and that's going to be Texas and Seattle, two teams that for the past few years, haven't really been doing much and they're just going to fucking go for it. Because I think the Astros are going to kind of, you know, the Astros aren't really doing much in moves either. I mean, the, no one Cor- knows. Correa is still out there. Exactly. Trevor Story is still out there. You know, and, you know, it, I, and the Angels are the Angels. They kind of just, you know, do Angel things. They got, they got the arguably two best players in the league, and they're still going to miss, miss the playoffs. Exactly. So I think it's um, – race between Mariners and uh, Texas this year. Exactly. Uh, Staying in the 
the AOS, Mitch Garver. He gets traded from the Twins to the Rangers. And then Isaiah Connor Falefa was also part of that trade going to the Twins, but then he gets dealt the next day. But we'll talk about that a little later. So kind of on that same boat, Mitch Garver with the Rangers. Now they uh, really have a, a solid lineup. I think the pitching staff does need to get a little bit better. But that lineup um, kind of locked down with Corey Seager and uh, Simeon up the middle. It's looking uh, very tasty. I still like, just right now, I like the, the Mariners a little bit more than the Rangers. I know you said it's kind of a two-horse race. Don't count out the Astros, but I think the, the Rangers are nice are laying a nice, good foundation. I don't have very high yeah. expectations, but they have a good, solid team on paper. I mean, it, it's... The West is going to be, in both divisions, going to be very hard. So, if you if you like the Oakland Athletics, and let's see, I think if you like the I think if you like the two barrier teams, I think you're fucked this year. So, ooh, someone's got a hot take on the Giants. Some, yeah, I mean, I don't see the A's really doing too too much, but I'm still gonna still gonna begrudgingly love them but uh yeah i mean christian pache and ramon laureano in the outfield is gonna be a whole hell of a lot of fun i don't know who i mean plays he was center. already talking shit about the a's he's my heart's broken i'm oakland athletic it's like yeah okay it was bad wording but he's been very nice on twitter lately he looks very nice in green and gold i mean he does but i mean like i mean everybody looks nice in green and gold except for you you look sexy Thank you. Thank you. That a fat joke was coming because Dominic's my number one hater right now. My number one gym motivation to get you, you go to the gym today. Of course I went to the gym today. Mm. Went all five days this week. Picks or didn't happen. Yeah, I, I mean, I can take a pic of my like sweaty jacket that's hanging up right now. Yeah, I'd rather not. Exactly. I don't throw up. Uh, staying in the West, going to the National League now, the San Diego Padres, my adopted team because the A's going to be trashed this year. Uh, Fernando Tatis is out for a few months, a long, long time because he's having wrist surgery. He had a fall, an accident, a motorcycle accident in the Dominican, I believe. And he kind of wrote it off, said it wasn't that big of a deal. Then comes into training camp, not feeling all that great. And now he's going to have surgery. Uh, Maybe if the lockout didn't happen, he could have sought treatment during the offseason. They could have diagnosed this earlier. Uh, the Padres are not going to void his contract and take money away from him because it's a long-term contract, obviously, and they don't want to piss off their star player. But uh, a dumb move, to say the least, from Tatis here, uh, causing – I forget exactly what the timetable is. I think it's like three to four months he's going to be out, and in that West, it's going to be highly competitive, and uh, he's the best guy they got. And uh, not not the best move. I mean, I think we even talked about when he signed that he's kind of showing signs of quote unquote being injury prone, and now he's getting hurt off the diamond, which is not a good sign. I mean, it's kind of what I've been seeing lately, in not just baseball, but in a lot of sports, is these star athletes that sign these big, massive contracts tend to get, you know, looks like they're getting hurt more, or they're just more fragile and stuff like that, to the point where you know they can't play a full season or they can't play certain amount of games back to back because they're hurt which i I mean i'm not trying to talk shit i'm not i'm you know the one to talk i'm sure if i tried to play fucking 162 games of fucking baseball 
I would die after the third game or something like that. But I'm just saying it's like, you know, I I don't think Tatis what he didn't play a full season last year because he all all the shoulder shit. Did he play a full like full season before or I mean, 2020 was the Mickey Mouse year. Um, I think he was hurt a little bit, banged up. I, I guess I can go check his baseball. I guess I can check to see what his uh thing is. But even then, it's not a full season, so it still quote unquote doesn't count anyways. But I mean, it just kind of proves proves me right. It's just like you know, is he gonna you know he signed this massive contract? Is he even gonna be able to play? Is he gonna play enough and do enough for the team? to be worth what they what they're giving them. I don't think so. So 2019 makes his debut, plays 84 games. 2020 plays 59 games, so pretty much he's there for the entire season. Last year played 130, but I think some of those games are also just him being on the bench and not actually playing. So uh yeah, you know, last year still an All-Star, still a really good season. Could have been the MVP, but just the injury uh did kind of catch up with him and kind of put him uh behind was it Freddie Freeman who won the MVP? No, Bryce Harper won the MVP. So, uh, yeah. Uh, then also with the Padres, they make a trade with the Yankees to get Luke Voigt. Obviously, the Yankees have a new first baseman or have a first baseman right now, so they don't need Luke Voigt. Uh, he gets traded to the Padres. I think we kind of talked about it. maybe he could have been traded to the A's if Ole were to go to the Yankees, but that did not happen. So now Voigt going over to uh, San Diego, which they still have Eric Hosmer, correct? So I guess maybe Luke Voigt going to be more of a designated hitter. And I mean, we're even seeing uh, with some moves we'll talk about a little bit later that um, we're seeing some, you know, more National League people kind of signing quote unquote designated hitters because now they have a designated hitter. So we're seeing, you know, more of these guys going to the National League now. Uh, I'm not, I'm not thrilled about the trade i don't think it's uh i don't really feel he like he doesn't elevate that ball club at all so i'm not you know it's whatever to me or maybe he plays a shortstop because tatis is out maybe to begin with but you know still he doesn't elevate the club at all so i don't think that's gonna happen but uh san francisco the giants haven't made too many moves uh within the week uh the only real big one they've done is they signed jock peterson so once again, outfielder kind of right-handed pitcher specialist, probably going to kind of be more of a DH um, as a recovering Giants fan. Dominic, how do you, you feel about this one? You're going to bring the pearls to the bay. Yeah, once again, not somebody who I can see really, you know, being a really a real big impact, um, you know, uh, it's it's rumored that the Giants may get they're trying to get story, which I still don't know how that would work out anyways, just because of the fact that he wants to play third. So it's, you know, it, well, if he wants to play third, you can have Longo be kind of their DH. Um, maybe put him at second and have, you know, if Longoria plays third, but cause I think Crawford is kind of has short stuff on lock. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. And, but story wants to play third. So story is not going to want to go somewhere where he's not playing third. And then if you look at all the good teams that are contenders, which I'm sure Story wants to play for, they'll have a shortstop. So, because it's rumored that the Red Sox are like the one of the main contenders and, and the Giants, but the Red Sox says, what's what's his name? Uh, uh, they got Bogarts and Bogarts. they got uh, Devers. 
So don't really see why he would want to go there. You know, Giants have Crawford at short, Longo at thirds, you know, so they have a second base really opened up, but, you know, he's not going to want to play second. So it's like, I don't know where he goes. But anyways, back to, I don't know how we got the, I brought up Trevor's story, but I'm just saying, um, you know, Jock Peterson, you know, yeah, he had a decent year last year. I don't really see him, you know, doing much in the Bay. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's an okay signing. I mean, personality-wise, he's a kind of a good guy to be in the clubhouse. Uh, has ties with Farhan Zaidi back in the Dodger days. So this, you know, this move kind of made sense uh, for him to be kind of a platoon outfielder slash DH. Uh, but, you know, I think the Giants aren't done. I think they're still going to go out. They probably should get a, a, another bat. Uh, they missed out on Suzuki, the uh, Japanese star. He signs with the Cubs. Uh, biggest Japanese contract outside of uh, Tanaka, so... Uh, the Cubs really going all in on him, but I think maybe they get Solaire. I don't know, because they need to fill out the outfield because Chris Bryant ain't coming back to San Francisco. He goes to Colorado and are one of maybe the strangest move uh, from MLB this week. So the Rockies had Nolan Arenado trade him because he didn't like the front office, had Trevor Story last year of his contract. Don't trade him. Doesn't look like he's coming back. And so then they signed Chris Bryant. When it seems like they're not really a contending team, but then they don't sign Story, who I would say is probably better than Bryant, and he I, is better I, than Bryant. Yeah, I just I don't know where this came from. Like, you know, shout out KB for getting you money, but I just don't know where the Rockies are coming from with this move. I mean, let's be honest. The reason he signed with the Giant, the Giants got him last year was because Longo was out for you know half the season or whatever. So, um. It made sense. Giants didn't go after him again. Um, I still think I still think he the best option would have been the Mariners, but you know, of course, I was wrong there. Um, good for you. I mean, I, good like you said, good for Chris. But I mean, let's be honest. I probably would have kept Nolan, honestly. So yeah, I, I mean. Good for good for him, but I just don't see Colorado really doing anything this year, especially uh, with the Dodgers getting Freddie Freeman. They landed uh, one of the big names still left on the market. He signs with the Dodgers. Um, he gets his bag. Obviously, once Medelson got traded to the Braves, we kind of knew Freddie wasn't going to go back to Atlanta. So it kind of came down to the I mean, it really just seemed like it was an, an inevitability. He was going to go to the Dodgers and uh, he inks it. And now, I mean, the Dodgers are a super team. They just have so much talent. I mean, their entire lineup is pretty much just an all-star team, especially now that you added DH in that lineup. I mean, the the Dodgers, I mean, should we just write them into the World Series already, Dominic? Eh, no, just because injuries and, you know, teams can get hot, teams can get cold. Um, I will say one thing that the, uh, my colleague at work did tell me that. Is it true that he gets Freddie Freeman gets paid to like 20, 20, 40 or something like that? I don't know. So uh, we got to uh, look it up on the old Google machine. Let's see what his contract says. I think uh, from 2028 to 2040, he gets like 57 million or something like that. There we go. Got the one. What's it? Sp- sp- Spot, spot track, which I don't know why it's called spot track, but 
Uh, God damn it. I do not want to sign up for your fucking newsletter. Uh, so uh, he signed through 2028 or 2027. But he's also, he gets $57 million for 13 years deferred, it looks like, after that. So it's really backload. He, get, he gets paid until age 50 in 2040, I think, from what my research looks like. Bobby Boney in number two. Which definitely I know what I'm doing here. So as average Absolutely. salary. So the contract, six years, $162 million, but then he gets backdoored $57 million for 13 years. Homeboy going to be rich. Get your money, Freddie. Maybe he gets another ring going back to back. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I mean, what is what else is there to say? The Dodgers getting another MVP, another All Star, do good. Uh, but they uh, don't get the closer back, Kenley Jansen. He signs with the Braves, so Dodgers get Freddie. Braves get Kenley. Uh, you know, he kind of had an up and down year last year, but you know, if Kenley's on and that cutter's working, he can still do his thing. I don't know, you know, what this means for the Dodgers bullpen. I mean, you got Bruzdar in the back end. It seems like he throws fucking 104 and doesn't even try, but uh I don't know what the the, the bullpen's looking like Dustin May in the last not lineup in the starting role. He's I think he's still recovering from Tommy Johnson, who knows what he's going to be doing, but uh the lineup for the Dodgers looks great. Pitching staff a little bit of a question especially with the whole Trevor Bauer situation. But they have Clayton Kershaw, who's a Hall of Famer here. Who's also past his prime and, you know, kind of over the hill. But it's okay. He is a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Continuing on, uh, let's go over to the American League for a little bit. The New York Yankees, the evil empire. Uh, They get some some names. They make some moves. They don't sign uh, Carlos Correa. It does not look like they're going to sign Carlos Correa because – They have a trade with the Minnesota Twins to get Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Connor Falefa, who was just traded from the Rangers to the Twins, and then like the next day he gets traded to the Yankees. And then a couple days later, they re-sign Anthony Rizzo. So uh, the infield of the Yankees getting retooled. Uh, So good for them. It is weird. uh, They're not the Yankees of the past. But I think this this year they're gonna they're gonna turn it around. I see them winning the division. I mean, we're, we see the Yankees aren't gonna be just spending stupid money like they did back in the '90s and early 2000s. But and you got Aaron Judge coming down the line where he's gonna get a big time contract soon. So I think they're kind of saving for that if they are gonna re-sign him. So you don't want to go too crazy with, you know, Correa or Story or so many of the other free agents who are going to uh, demand a lot of money. Uh, so it makes sense. Uh, Josh Donaldson, uh, you know, he's, he's not the MVP from a few years ago, but he, he still is good defense or, you know, decent defensively and still a pretty good hitter when he's when he's on. Uh, Connor Falefa, kind of more of like a defensive guy. He's not going to really provide too much pop. So, I mean, and they get they got rid of uh, Gary Sanchez which I know Yankees fan are probably happy. So uh, Rizzo, I like Rizzo. He's cool, but uh, yeah, good for the Yankees, I guess. Uh, moving on to Minnesota, they get Gio Urshela, a part of the trade. Uh, and then a couple of days later, early, I don't forget. Sorry, Mr. X, but Sonny Gray, 
does get traded from the Reds to the Twins. So Sunny Gray going to Minnesota. I don't really know what to think of the Twins. I mean, I still kind of see. I mean, they have Byron Bucks. You know, he was kind of hurt for the majority of the season. So they just, once again, they have like good talent, but I just kind of see them floating around with the extra wild card spot. Maybe that's kind of where they fall and they can fight for a playoff spot, but ultimately they're not going to do too much damage. The Twins, you ain't going to hear much from them. The Lions, you ain't going to hear much from them. Um, you know, a lot of those lower end teams aren't going to do shit. So don't hold the lions up. tigers. Sorry. Okay. One of, one of the animals. I, I, at first I thought you were doing like a Minnesota thing. So I didn't know where you're going with that. And then, yeah. So you just got like, gotcha. gotcha. Doubly wrong. Got it. Got it. All right. Uh, then we got some DHs getting signed in the national league. Nelson Cruz going to Washington and old Kyle Schorber going to Philadelphia. I like both the moves. Uh, this is what the DH was meant to be. Get some of these guys in the National League, get them a job. So good for them. I mean, Nelson Cruz was with the uh, the Rays. I kind of forget what he did, but uh, Schwarber, I still like Schwarber. He can uh, destroy right-handed pitching. I'm trying to get comfortable, and so I'm in an awkward position right now. So I'm just going to say uh, good for them and, uh, you know, I guess uh, I guess I'm not going to hate this DH rule after all. Thank you, thank you. Now let's move on into the NFL. Now it's time for some happy news, Dominic. As our team, the Las Vegas Raiders, made a trade. We actually have a trade that benefits us, and they trade and then sign Devonte Adams. Uh, <laughs> they get him for the first and second round. 2022 draft picks and steal. And then they sign him to make him be the largest highest paid wide receiver in the league. Fuck so we'll just daddy. take this from a Raider standpoint, Dominic, it, daddy, your thoughts. Oh, daddy. Fine. Oh my God. Um, I mean, I was quite surprised just like everyone else, just because of the fact that, you know, green Bay gave him the franchise tag. Aaron Rodgers resigned. You're like, okay, cool, great, grand, wonderful. They're going to stay. And the next thing you know, it's just boom. He's a Raider. And it's only for two draft picks. I did find that just hard to believe. Yeah, I know it's the first round, you know, and we needed to draft somebody, but, you know, to replace Ruggs. But we got one of the best receivers in the game to replace Henry Ruggs. And we go out and we get, um, you know, Couple, I think, uh, what we got, what's his name? Couple passable. Oh, what are they? Uh, was it Chandler Jones, right? Yep, yeah, and, you get rid of Carl Nassif and then you bring in Chandler Jones, yeah. And who I think, you know, no, nothing against Nassif, but I think Jones just a little bit better. And you're homophobe, exactly. Um, you know, we're, I think the Raiders are going to be sneak. A lot of people are talking about how, um, you know the chargers are fucking going to be unstoppable almost, you know, and then all the shit with Kansas city getting juju and, you know, they're fucking always going to be unstoppable. And then the Broncos are making money moves. It's like the Raiders, you know, people are sleeping on the Raiders. I mean, I know I'm a huge Raider fan, but I mean, if you look at it, the Raiders can fucking actually do some damage next season. Yeah. I, I don't think it's just home cooking. 
they made the playoffs last year with an interim coach. Their number one wide receiver was gone, you know, all this adversity. And then you bring in, you know, new head coach, new GM, and the number one wide receiver in the league, who is former college teammates with Derek Carr. So they have a connection already. So it's not like they have to work out any kinks. And then, you know, you get Chandler Jones, you make some, some moves and who knows what the draft is going to look like. I agree. You know, I was kind of looking for them to get a wide receiver in that first round because they desperately needed it. But I mean, the odds of the first and the second round pick kind of breaking out to be a top player, just a top player in the league, or even just like one of the top rookies in the league is very slim. So just, you know, getting rid of them to get Devonta Adams just for those two picks. I think it is a steal and it is uh fun to where your team actually wins a trade instead of giving up their star players for a, you know, couple, couple, you know, so just, just so you know, uh, I don't know how to say his name, but is it uh, Nick Castellanos? Nicholas Castellanos is going to be a Philly now. Oh, look at that. Him and Schwarby and Harper. Watch out for the Phillies. I liked the Phillies last year, but now I guess I like them even more now. Yeah, you know, eh, you know. still ain't going to do shit probably, but eh, probably, but just uh, want to let you know that he is now a Philly. He a Philly, uh, but I like it. I do agree with you. I think, I mean, this AFC West just, it's silly just how loaded it is from all the different teams. I think you, you just have your own little AFC West bracket in the playoffs. And then the winner of that automatically goes to the AFC championship or just automatically just, they represent the AFC who even cares. Just have them be the representative for the AFC. But so now, uh, now I got to ask, is it Kansas city one? Who's your number two in our division? I mean, Kansas City, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they take a little bit of a step back. I think they do need to lock up that offensive line, and they haven't really done that yet, so maybe they do it in the draft. But um, And with the Honey Badger still out there, I mean, if uh, Tyron Matthew signs with the Raiders, I mean, I would love that just to get you know a nice safety corner slot person uh, to get that secondary much better, which it desperately needs. So uh, I... It's hard to not say the Chiefs are one, so I guess I have to go Chiefs one, even though I'm a little down on them. But number two, I, I probably would still say the uh, the Chargers. I still like the Chargers. I think Justin Herbert's going to take that next step. The defense is going to be better. I do like the Raiders, and I keep singing the praise of the Broncos. I just like everybody. Can't just everybody win and get a trophy, Dominic? No, that's not how this shit works. So, okay, we can move on now. Uh. Then the bombshell that got dropped today, Deshaun Watson finally is getting traded. It only took a week after he was uh, no charges repressed uh, in the whatever criminal case. And uh, he gets traded to the Cleveland Browns after the Browns seemingly were out. It was down. It seemed like it was down to either the Saints or the Panthers. And then just all of a sudden it came out that he's going to the Browns. So now uh, Watson gets traded to the Browns uh, for a whole bunch of first round picks. And I think some other draft picks later on down the line. So the Browns really gave up the farm to get them. But if you just look at their team now, they seem like they're kind of in a, a good spot with the core they have. They also signed Amari Cooper uh, last weekend. So now they have a true number one receiver over there with Deshaun Watson. And uh, I mean, I, I really like the move. Uh, you know, if you just kind of set aside, you know, the, the personal things and everything yeah. of that nature, 
I mean, Watson is still uber talented. I don't know. I mean, people are already throwing him in like top five, you know, in the league. I, I probably wouldn't go that far, but he's definitely top 10. And the Browns, if they had any sort of quarterback play, you know, decent quarterback play, I think they were right there and could have made the playoffs. So now I got now, now I'll, I'll ask you another question. Where's Baker go? I, I don't know. I mean, he, he wrote that letter, the strange letter on Instagram and Twitter. He like thanked Cleveland, but he said it wasn't a goodbye. It was just a thank you. And then it came out that he demanded a trade. And then the Watson thing happened and it just all went downhill very quickly for old Baker. Uh, Mayfield does want, it seems like the uh, Colts are like his number one place. He wants to go. Now that doesn't mean the Colts are just going to automatically trade to get him. But I mean, we've kind of talked about last week with kind of like Jimmy G and where does he go? You still have the Colts out there, the Seahawks, now the saints and the Panthers. Um, the Falcons possibly are going to trade Matt Ryan. So who knows what's going to happen with that? I don't know. It's a, it's a shit show, but I guess I would lean towards the Colts just because I kind of said it with, uh, Jimmy G that they are kind of a win now just need quote unquote, just one piece away with the quarterback. But honestly, I would have Matt Ryan over Baker Mayfield, but I just don't know what does that lead in terms of trade? Like, do you have to give up so much more to get Matt Ryan compared to Baker Mayfield? But I think even then it's worth the price. Cause I think they have a good enough team to win now, especially in that division, which is hot garbage. Very hot garbage indeed, my friend. Well, you're going to propose the question. I can answer your own question. You didn't say what about you, Dominic? Dominic, what about you? Oh, I think he goes to Seattle. I think, uh, you know, Seattle can give up a couple, a couple, uh, you know, little bits and pieces there. And Baker Mayfield, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you know, be a threesome to be worried about. Okay. Uh, your thoughts on Deshaun Watson? Do you think they are just plop them in to be favorites in that AFC North? Uh, you know, the Bengals, they are the AFC champions. The Ravens, you know, hopefully they get healthy this year because they were just battered up last season. So they look like they're going to have a bounce back season. Uh, the Steelers, um, they got Mitchell Trubisky. So they have a quarterback now, I guess. But what do you see Cleveland kind of? in the in the thick of it right now i don't really see them being much better just because of the fact it's a coaching issue their coaching stuck sucks doesn't matter who's on the field their coaching sucks it takes a lot you know they take a lot of the blame so um they'll be better i don't see them winning the division yeah i mean i i still like the Bengals and the ravens more than the browns but I think they will be flirting with a, a wild card spot. So, and it, I mean, it also just depends on what the ramifications come down because the NFL still came out and said, you know, it doesn't matter. Even if he's on a new team, we're still investigating. There still could be some pun some punishments laid on a Watts. So even if he, he's, even though he's in Cleveland, he still could get, you know, a couple games, eight games suspension. And that's obviously going to throw a wrench into how strong their playoff chances are. Uh, then, Talked about it. Mitchell Trubisky signs with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you know, he's kind of one of those guys that you sign. He had high draft pick. Didn't really, I mean, he had it like his ups and downs in Chicago. Sits behind Josh Allen in Buffalo. 
now he gets a second chance in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's a fuck it signing. If he works out, he works out. But if he doesn't, eh, you know, he didn't spend too, too much on him, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, like I said, it's a fuck it. You know, if he goes out there and balls out, great. He's cheap. If he sucks, he sucks. So not holding their breath. Trubisky's former team, Buffalo Bills, they sign Vaughn Miller. So he goes to Buffalo. Um, I mean, I think it's a good signing. No, Vaughn Miller, he he showed some 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 flashes when he went over uh, to the Rams. Uh, but going to Buffalo, possibly back-to-back Super Bowl wins for old Vaughn. Uh, there were some talks. Maybe he reunites back in uh, Denver. Did not happen. But I like the move. Um, secondary of the Bills are, you know, I think they do need to step it up a little bit. But, you know, adding a good edge rusher in Vaughn Miller is a uh, – Good signing. I like it. I agree. I mean, he something that the Buffalo really needed was pass rushing. So, you know, good job. Uh, Tennessee, the Titans release Julio Jones. So after trading for him last year, they have already cut bait. So uh, what do you see Julio signing? The uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, I don't think they're going to get Tampa Bay because uh, they did sign uh, Russell, Ga- Russell Gage and Chris Godwin. So, and they have Mike Evans, so I don't think they uh, they don't need a wide receiver right now. Yeah, they do. They need to replace Antonio Brown. They need Brown. because no one can re- replace Antonio Brown, right, Dominic? Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. He's a one of a kind talent. Yeah. Uh, Allen Robinson. Speaking of older uh, wide receivers, he signs with the Rams, so I kind of see this like a replacement for uh, Odell Beckham. I mean, OBJ's out with that uh, torn knee, so who knows what he's going to be doing uh, next year, but. You know, Allen Robinson had a you know not very good year, couple years with Chicago, but he didn't have a good quarterback under center. So hopefully, you know, it is just like Odell Beckham. He was trash on his old team, signs with them, links up with Matt Stafford, and he can have a revitalization, if that's even the word I was looking for. Renaissance. That's the word, whatever. But, whatever. You know, um, I wasn't really that high on him the last couple years like you were and like everyone else was. So I don't really see him panning out too much in LA. Sticking with the wide receivers. You talked a little bit about it. Juju signs with the Kansas city chiefs. Uh, Byron Pringle went somewhere. I forget exactly where he signed with, but I think this is definitely an upgrade. Juju goes to Kansas city, uh, you know, pair him in the slot with uh, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. I'm, just another weapon for Patrick Mahomes, but the offense isn't the issue with the Chiefs. It is that defense. Eh, and you know, defense wins ball games, baby. I was told they won championships. Nah, ball games. Man, uh, this seems like eons ago, but um, Tom Brady unretired. On Sunday, just kind of out of the blue, he was like, yeah, you know, kids, yeah, you know, fuck them kids went on vacation. Giselle kind of pissed me off and I'm like, "Eh, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm coming back. I'm going to play one more season. I forget if it was actually one more season, but there's been a lot of rumors and rumblings that maybe he was going to go to the 49ers. That didn't happen. He looks like he's going to stay in uh, Tampa Bay. We talked, you know, Russell Gage, Chris Godwin. So loading up on offensive weapons Uh, now. Does this just automatically put Tampa Bay back into the running as NFC champions? I mean, that NFC South is kind of garbage right now. Everyone's looking for a quarterback in that division. So uh, 
That's, probably, think, that's probably why he came back. He's like, oh, my division kind of trash right now. Fuck it. I'm coming back. Give me a, a, a wing. Another one. An, eight, an eighth one. Exactly. You know, seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven's just not enough. We need well, he has 10 one. fingers. Might as well get 10. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, also, some quarterback news. Kirk Cousins resigns with the Minnesota Vikings. He was in rumblings of maybe getting traded, but uh, they uh, restructure and sign him to an extension. Uh, good for Kirk. Get your money, boo-boo. But he still is. He's like in the Derek Carr camp. He's he's pretty good, but uh, he's not. He's you not, know. you know, good. he's not the guy. Yeah. He's not the one that, you know, when 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 he's doing good, you're like, oh, you know, OK, cool. We're, you know, he's a good quarterback. But the second he starts fucking up, you're like, trade his ass. Get him out of here. Yeah, and uh, primetime Kurt, not good. So if you make it to the playoffs, you're just asking for because all the games are in primetime. Primetime Brandon. Yep. 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 All right. That is it. Unless you want to talk about uh, Steph Curry fucking his foot up and you want to. No, out because March. we're on a time crunch now. And. Uh, oh, we're on a time crunch. Why? Yeah. So, you know, let's get to uh, the next segment. So let's get on. Sure. Let's get on to the next segment. Let's go to the fan mail segment, as one might call it. Uh, they're wise known as. Mr. X's questions of the week. Bum, bum. So we do have some and friends uh, from the Instagram. No Johnny from uh, right now. Hate to see it. He'll probably message me later and he's going to just miss the cutoff point unless he makes it by the end of this podcast. But uh, we got one, a couple from Joshua underscore Guma 15. He Sent in like three different ones, but obviously I think it's like one. I don't know how these things work. So maybe you just went a little long. So um, I guess we'll go with this one first. As you see, Trevor Bauer can't play in games, but Watson can. What do you make of that? Well, Joshua underscore Guma 15. We don't know what's going to happen with either of them. As we said, NFL still saying something could happen. They're doing their investigation. Uh, there's still a 22 criminal charges or whatever coming against him or criminal cases or sorry, civil cases going against Watson. So there could be uh, some punishment or some conviction handed down that way. It's probably just going to be, you know, he, he pays whatever they settle and that's the end of that. But yeah, it is a, a tricky situation for both of them. I saw Trevor Bauer tweet, kind of like in support of Deshaun Watson. It was like, hey, <laughs> read the room, buddy. Come yeah. on. Um, but I would say both of them play this season. I mean, I don't know if Trevor Bauer plays the Dodgers. Uh, Dave Roberts was kind of coy and didn't really say too much when talking about it. But there was like reports last year that they hate him. They don't want him. And what all these other things? But um, let's be honest. But, but he's both... like, you know, it seems like but it seems like Trevor's you know, thing is done. They dismissed it. There's no civil cases. He's done with his thing. There's still things to deal with, with Deshaun. So we said he's still on administrative leave for like a week. That's, I think that's up like today because we talked about it last week, but let's face it, Brandon, they're both great players in the sport they play for. They're going to play this season. Yeah. I mean, I would assume they both play this season. It's just a matter of does Trevor play for the Dodgers and what exactly gets handed down from Watson? I mean, if Watson, let's say they all do settlements and just nothing really goes to court, 
maybe he gets like a couple of games for like, you know, content or, you know, whatever conduct detrimental to the team. Yeah. He gets a little bit slap on the wrist. If anything, I, I, I get the other guy loses the season for gambling. Nice. Yep. So move on that. Wow. Wow. Then uh, this one's not exactly a sports question. Uh, I know this isn't a movie podcast because oh, we're not. Uh, but how did you enjoy Batman without your little, not so little brother, kind of crying emoji? No one gives a shit. Well, I would assume he's talking to me because well, I'm the only, you know, no I'm one, the only no, one. You know, that you you can go on another podcast and answer that question. Well, I'm the only one on this podcast who actually has a little brother because you know Dominic's a little one. He's the baby, but. I very much enjoyed Batman. I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I said in the group chat that it was better than No Way Home. I thought I was about to get a fucking fist to the face, but no, someone actually agreed with me. I was very, very surprised by that, but I quite did enjoy The Batman. Uh, I thought it was a great movie. I'm excited for the sequels and everything that they kind of set up at the end of the show, at the end of the movie. So thumbs up. Um, if we're going to give a score, if this was a movie podcast, um, I'll give it a 93. And that's it for me over here on Instagram. Cool. Next. That's, 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 it. Cool. That, that, that's next. it for me on Instagram. Yeah, next. Um, is this not Mr. X's questions of the week? I thought you said he had three. Well, it was like three different sections. The not so little brother was cut off. Oh, okay. That's why I was like, okay. Anyway, it's Mr. X. Uh, he says, <coughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Well, I guess I'm done with college basketball till October. Fucking hell, man. The first fucking round. Sorry. It, uh, Sorry, Mr. X. Uh, Kentucky goes down just to like St. You. Peter's. Uh, 15 seed beating the number two seed. Um, so, uh, yeah, Mr. X, I am sorry about that. Uh, my bet UAB did not cover the nine against uh, Houston. So, um, yeah, to see it. I, I've won. I've won a bet every single, you know, three days in a row. But uh, the only problem is I made like 10 bets in that span. Nice. You need yep. you need to get some help. Um, I haven't made a deposit yet, so suck my ass. Okay, on to baseball. I can't wait to see the Reds or what's left of them anyways. Feel you for your pain on that. Yeah, I get it. Players can't stay with the team forever, but it still hurts, especially when players like Winkler and Suarez. My mom was pissed when I told her they traded Suarez. Most of her Reds gear was something to do with him. Oh, sounds like somebody else I know. That's why you don't get jerseys and things with a player's name on it. Or you just pick the player that stays with the team forever, like me. I can't right. wait till Stephen Piscotty gets traded. Oh, I'll, I'll, I would, I would, I would probably burn my jersey. At least that. Well, I do have a Chapman jersey. I have the All Star jersey, but then I also have like the jersey of like the players' jersey where he did like in not in, well in memoriam because I think he died, but the 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 friend he had like his friend's name on his back of his jersey. So that kind of counts. Did, but also, did you get count. a Simeon jersey too? Uh, we don't need to talk about. That. <laughs> Anyways, time for Mister X's NHL update. In the NHL, it's the same story, different wink as far as the division leaders go with Florida and Carolina in the East, Colorado and Calgary in the West. My Ducks, quack, 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 quack. Playoff hopes aren't looking too good as they remain in the sixth place this week. 
Damn. What happened? Yep. To, what happened to the quack quacks? Sorry. And I, I checked the, uh, the, the standings for the Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not doing so great. So uh, probably not going to make the, uh, the playoffs or at least the Stanley club, Stanley cup. Finals. Motherfucking quack quack. What the fuck do fuck is going on now, man? Jeez. Remember at one point we we're just quacking up a storm. And now we're, we're barely quacking. This is terrible. I'm just going to see how many times I can say quack. Dominic, why are you being such a quack right now? Can you quack? Can you quack like a dude? Oh, yeah, okay, anyways, uh, bad guys live forever. R.I.P. Scott Hall. R.I.P. to the highest power. R.I.P. squared. Scott Hall. Okay, I already said our little piece on that, but, you know. Tease the piece, tease the piece. Tease piece. Uh, how long can we expect a big... The fuck? Oh, you like, oh. Anyway, sorry. How long can we expect Big E to be out for out of action for? I wouldn't be surprised if it's at least a year just to be sure his neck isn't just to make sure his neck is properly healed. I'm not a doctor, so I don't exactly know what he's going through. He said he broke his neck. He said, you know, it could have been worse. Uh, so that could either be he's out for like 10 months or he's out for like 16 months or two years. I don't know exactly what's going on with him, but he's done for life. He seems in good spirits. And honestly, that could be something that could happen. He could just not wrestle again. And if he wants to go and do acting or do commentary or whatever the hell else Biggie Corn. wants to do, he can do it. OK, I'm just going to speed past that one. Um, but uh, hopefully he gets uh, healthy and he comes back and it does. Uh, it does mm-hmm. suck because he did do that interview when he was champion saying you know you put trust in uh, your your opponents and all the other things and then this and happens you break your fucking neck yeah and you know not casting blame or anything but um, this is like the third kind of scary incident with wrestlers kind of young in inex- well, yeah young and inexperienced wrestlers you know in like the month you have rich holland with the suplex you have mad cat moss you know kind of not taking the bump properly uh, you had the nxt wrestler who got hurt in that last legend match um, so kind of seeing the pattern here with NXT 2.0. Yeah, just, well, just saying. This happens when Regal goes away. All the good, you know, got some shitty teachers there now. Last but not least, Butch is a dumb name. It's stupid. I hate it. And I want to punch it in the face, even though it's a name and doesn't have a face. That's how much I hate it. Yes, they should just. Why? I don't understand that. Why do they just keep changing names? Like, you know. I know, I know it's still Pete Dune under there, but it's like, come on. You could just, you know, keep the name, but whatever. No, no big deal. Don't care. Yeah, it's stupid. I, I still don't understand why they do it. It's for copywriting and trademarking and yada, yada, yada. But then why did you do it earlier? And it's like just one name. It's Butch. It's, it's stupid. Well, what can you do? That's it. Son of a bitch. What the hell happened? If you want to be like Mr. That's it for Mr. X. Mr. X questions. If you want to be like Mr. X, your baby brother, Josh underscore Tanguma. Um, Guma. 15. Guma, whatever. You know, you know, you plug his own shit. Um, anything from Twitter? Because we don't want you to forget anything. That's what I'm just double checking. Did you even have a call to action? No, I did not do that. Hmm. You know, people should know by now. People. Sure. How do they know if you don't do a call to action? God, he's getting fucking five years, a hundred million dollars. God damn. Make your money, boo boo. Anyways, if you want to be like them, 
curveball and cs at gmail.com curveballs and share uh, curveballs and cs on the instagram and uh if you want to facetime the mascot call no. toll free at 1-800-SUCK-MY-DICK. Moving on to the world of professional wrestling. Dominic, okay, it shut the fuck up. It finally happened. Apparently, Cody Rhodes has finally signed uh, with WWE. They kind of teased it once again with Seth Rollins. Still does not have a match. Uh, they were in Jacksonville. They had some Cody chance. Seth Rollins loses. Kind of hangs on him for a little bit nothing cody apparently is official with wwe but once again it didn't happen i think kind of at the uh, the right point where it could have and should have happened well i think it's been they said about 10 to 14 days ago he signed so i mean good job of keeping under wraps and uh you know we already know what's going to happen seth ron's going to come out wrestlemania no appointment appointment opponent no appointment with no appointment, but the opponent comes out and it's Cody with Shadow or whatever his name is. You talking about the dog? Euro, no, Egypt, no, Cairo, Cairo, something like that. God damn it, dog. Now you're fucking me up and I should know what the name of the dog is, but now because you threw all these fucking names out there, Pharaoh. Arrow, that's what it is. Close Arrow. enough. There we go. Egypt, Cairo, whatever, same thing. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he will. Do, I think he's going to show up on Raw within the next couple of weeks. Um, not saying Cody's like a big time ticket mover, but if you're going to have him do a match, you probably should at least kind of advertise it and kind of build up some anticipation for it. So uh, there it is. Let's move on to Cody's former employer in AEW. They had Dynamite on Wednesday. They kicked it off with... Uh, Bobby Fish, Kyle Riley, and Adam Cole, baby, taking on Jurassic Express and Hangman Adam Page. Uh, the Undisputed Era, former Undisputed Era, gets the win with Adam Cole pinning Jungle Boy. So uh, interesting. They had Jungle Boy take the loss, and Adam Cole gets the pin. Um, that was a good match, and it looks like they're continuing with this Adam Cole-Page feud. Does this mean Fish O'Reilly tag team champions coming soon? Maybe I don't think that's what we're getting at double or well, maybe it's what we're getting at double or nothing. I still think uh Moxley and Danielson are probably going to get some sort of title match sooner rather than later, but uh, maybe Red Dragon tr- challenges for the titles but doesn't win it. Maybe that's where you know Red Dragon, I, I don't know, AW is so hard to keep up with because it's so good. Yes, yes. Uh, speaking of Brian and uh, Moxley, they take on Wheeler Yuta and Chuck Taylor. Uh, Moxley and Brian get the win. Then Yuta uh, leaves the best friends to go shake uh, William Regal's hand. Regal slaps him in the fucking face. And we don't know what's going to happen, but maybe Wheeler Yuta joins as a young boy. I uh, loved uh, William Regal on commentary. That was fantastic. Uh, I mean, I love the pairing. I love the trio. Adding Wheeler Yuta, like it's cool. Maybe he's been defined a little bit by being with the best friends, but he's still a really good wrestler. And let's see what exactly will happen if he actually does join. I didn't care for the slap in the face. 
Um, granted, I know Regal's known his in-ring persona is very rough, gritty, tough SOB, but I didn't really care for the slap. I thought, you know, you know, I want Regal to be more teaching, te- like a more of a teacher, like, hey, you did fucking great. I would like to te- take you into my wing, add you to my group, but, you Your know, wing? my wing. But uh, that did not happen. But it's okay. Still a good match. Then backstage, sticking with the tag team division, we get uh, the Young Bucks and FTR having a little confrontation, a little talk, uh, sprinkled in a little hint of Bret Hart of that's actually going to be a thing. I know uh, Dax has been talking a little bit about it on the Twitter machine, but it uh, looks like we're getting Young Bucks and FTR, just a standalone non-title tag team feud, which I mean, I'm fine with. Match should be good, but just... Maybe this is kind of a placeholder because Kenny. I mean, I think they were doing something with, you know, Undisputed Era. Kenny Omega seems like he's kind of put on the back burner once again with his injuries. So I guess it's just maybe some time filler for the Bucks and FDR to do something. I mean, it should be a great match. I mean, I agree with you. It doesn't matter if it's for a title, no title. It's a match filler. It's just a, you know, kill, whatever. These are two, two of the best tag teams in the world. So it should be great. FTR and uh, the Briscoes are actually going to wrestle at ROH. Uh, highly anticipated match. Kind of wish it happened on AEW, but it uh, looks like because of some tweets from 2013 that the Briscoes have apologized multiple times. Uh, apparently, they're still banned from AEW for uh, whatever reason, even though they have like Jay Lethal and Darby Allen and you know some other people that have some questionable past. But we're not we're not going to talk about that, right, Dominic? What are no. you talking about? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, then. We get the Jericho Appreciation Society. They're all standing in the ring. They cut a promo. You know, Jericho's doing his thing. He goes very in on the sports entertainer, sports entertainment isms. So uh, definitely kind of playing up the WWE isms and kind of getting a heat off of that. Uh, he changes the names to 2.0. I forget exactly what their names are. Uh, Danny Garcia embraces sports entertainment. Uh, Jake Hager does Jake Hager things, but Dominic, your thoughts on, you know, first step, first promo for the, for the jazz. All in all, it was all right with me. Um, I, I know he's doing it for the heat doing the, I'm a sports entertainer, but I mean, it just didn't sit well with me. Like I said, maybe it's because he's doing it for heat and maybe it is supposed to make me feel like that. But like, you know, AEW, I think from like the whole, you know, conception of it was, you know, we're professional wrestling. And for him to be like, uh, you know, and him kind of being there for all that, now saying he's, he's a he's sports entertainer, kind of just was like, it, but everybody knows. It, it just, I it confuses me, it puts a weird taste in my mouth. I just... You know, don't like it, but like I said, I think that was the whole point of it. And if it, it 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 worked, it worked. Yeah, I don't have a real strong feeling either way. Um, maybe leaning towards like not the biggest fan of this, but I see where they're going with it. I'm gonna hold out till these next few weeks. Maybe we see a match and more character work. Um, once again, I'm still kind of worried that maybe this brings Jericho down a little bit, but if this is, you know, Jericho taking a little bit of a backseat, doing more comedy, doing that type of thing before he gets revamped and does something else, you know, and 
by the end of the year. Like, cool. But, and this just doesn't, I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be a main event act. So that's, and we've seen Jericho in the main event pretty much his entire AEW run. So taking a little bit of a, a change of pace here. Then we get the TNT title match with Scorpio Sky taking on Wardlow. A uh, short match, about eight minutes. Wardlow pretty much dominant throughout most of it. Uh, but at the end of the day, MJF and Sean Spears run in. Interference, boom, bang. Scorpio Sky gets the win with a roll-up. So he retains, but the story was obviously on Wardlow. Uh, Beatdown, uh, MJF hits him with the ring, yada, yada, yada. No one comes out to save him. No punk, no anybody. So I guess Wardlow has no friends. Hate to see it which would make sense because he didn't really make friends when he was MJF's uh, bodyguard. So uh, Dominic thoughts on the match and the after match. I kind of like the match a little bit just because of the fact that, you know, it's just like real, I guess you think about it like a real first test of his and he did find um, the page Van Zet and best page dude. wrestling. Sure. Um, I don't fucking backtrack now, Dominic. She's a slut. She's ugly. She should, you know, just stick to UFC and get her ass beat. Anyways, um, you know, I think it all went fine. Um, but he definitely needs to make some friends. He can be our friend. Come over, Wardlow. Be on Curveballs and Cherry Shots. We can be your friend. We'll make the run in. We'll save you from MJF and Sean Spears. Right? Mm, if I get paid for it, sure. Okay. Uh, then we get the Hardy Boys or the Hardies, because you know, hashtag trademark, hashtag copyright. Uh, they take on Private Party, and the Hardies get the win. Uh, Dominic, as our Jeff Hardy fanboy, your thoughts on his AEW debut? Typical Jeff. Nothing new to report. Um. He did hit that swanton, though, a little, uh, how do you say, you know, usually it's like, you know, a perfect swanton is like he like, you know, rolls right off of them. It's like, you know, perfect. But that looked like he landed like square on his fucking chest, like stomach, abdomen area and just fucking was hard as fuck. It's like, ooh. So, you know, Jeff, lay off the Twinkies and, you know, hit a better swanton and you'll be wonderful in AW. Private party. You know, perfect opponents for them. They can fly around, create a lot of the movement. Uh, Jeff was Jeff. You know, he looked fine. He, you know, did his Jeff things. He was over, which once again, I mean, Jeff has always been, you know, pretty much over wherever he goes. So that was no surprise. I mean, Matt, Matt did look a little bit broken down, a little kind of at the end of his run. Uh, but, you know, if it's a tag team, one last go for the Hardys, not too mad at it. But, you know, we're going to see where they go with this. They're obviously setting up, you know, a pairing with Sting and Darby, maybe a tag team match later on down the road. Uh, but what do you see Jeff's kind of upside in AEW? Do you see him pretty much doing tag team stuff with Matt? Does he break off and do like one last title run? Um, I mean, maybe if you get to MJF or Adam Cole as a heel champion, maybe you can go Jeff Hardy, but I, I don't know, but not like a main of like not a pay-per-view opponent oh, maybe God, like a, no. a television opponent tell yeah but i don't see him winning it obviously I mean, not well, he's he's gonna win know. the tag titles with matt and maybe if matt retires before him or if they you know separate them and have when him matt takes separate... his like 10th paternity leave exactly 
Um, maybe, maybe you'll see Jeff maybe do like, like you said, some type of a title feud, but not, I mean, I'm just saying, I'll throw it out there. And I just thought of it. Punk becomes champion, run it back him and punk. That'd be nice. It would be nice, but I would assume that means punk turns heel. Yeah. Fuck. I don't think you're ready for a heel CM Punk in AEW, Dominic. Oh, I'm ready for it. I don't think you're ready for that. Anyways, uh, can I anyways, on to the main event. We had a cage match for the AEW Women's Championship. Thunder Rosa in her home city of San Antonio, Texas, takes on Britt Baker. No jabronis at ringside because it was a steel cage. And Thunder Rosa wins, becoming the new women's champion. Dominic, what did you think of this almost year to the day hard-hitting sequel to their Lights Out match? Dominic forgot how to unmute his microphone, or he's getting yelled at, or he doesn't have an opinion. Well, you know, the match was very well put together. Uh, yeah, no. Um, first of all, I got to say, Congrats to Thunder Rosa. I, I am very excited for her. Um, it was about damn time that Britt Baker lost the damn title. She was holding it for too damn long. And, uh, you know, I thought the match was fine. Um, I honestly, I, I can't really think of anything really to pinpoint that was like, bad i i think it was just like a good match a good solid match to win a championship on a tv on the tv main event and you know the only thing i gotta say is what what, what was the ref girls like the audrey aubrey right uh, aubrey aubrey um you saw her when she was doing the final three count just riding the fucking thumbtacks just one two three that's a badass girl right there she's hardcore if you, you follow, uh, I think it's Ref Aubrey on Instagram. She has like a video and pictures of her kind of bloodied up and has tacks in her arms and stuff. So shout out Aubrey Edwards. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of around the same boat as you. Like, I thought it was a good match. I kind of have mixed feelings. Like the crowd is super hot for for just kind of the match in general, but obviously for Thunder Rosa. So, I mean, I, I can't really knock a match that's getting that type of crowd reception, but I did feel like it was kind of spotty and just kind of was like, okay, we did this high spot. Let's go to the next one. And like the story and kind of the flow of the match, I felt was kind of off. But once again, you know, it was dramatic. Crowd was hot. I can't like hate on it too much, but I just think personally for me, I wasn't like the biggest fan of it. Wow. You're not a fan of something? That's, uh, I know. And it was an AEW match too. Crazy. AEW women's match, who are, you know, two of the best female wrestlers in AEW are going at it in a steel cage. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. And I'm being negative. Damn. See, this is why I am an, unbiased sports journalist Dominic this is why all American labels should follow for should follow me on Twitter and Instagram and hire me to be their whatever they need me to be well I'll ask the studio audience and you know ask a couple of people at work but I doubt they need someone like you but we'll ask yeah that's okay I mean if they want someone who uh, gives out terrible gambling advice um if they need someone just to talk their ear off about stupid wrestling facts and baseball facts, then I'm here uh, no, for apparently you. To our uh, to our other colleague, that's not, not the one, Tyler. Not the, not the one related to this podcast. Yes, exactly. The other colleague. Um, I told him about how I'm going to Vegas for a wrestling convention. He said, "Oh, you're going to a gay convention." 
was like, oh, okay, it hurts. And, and then uh, what you say? Then what you say after that, Dominic? Nothing. Hmm. Should just, was, just was, it, was, was this a was this a male or a female? Male. Oh, should have smacked him in the face. Uh, you know, he's an ex Navy and uh, he probably beat the fuck out of me. So definitely gonna let him say what he wants to say. Damn, you're just, gonna, you're just gonna be you're just gonna be a little bitch and roll over like that, Dominic. He fought for my country. Why am I gonna be a bitch? He's still attacking you. Nah, he's he he, he he's a good brother. He's a good brother. Well, he can't be a good brother if he doesn't like wrestling. You know, only only good brothers like wrestling. You gotta be, you know, you gotta be in wrestling to be a good brother. Hmm. So I'm a so, good brother. It's a conundrum. I'm a good brother. You're a good brother. Everyone, everyone listening to this podcast is a good brother. Mr. X you... is like, so Mr. X must be like a mega good brother then. Yep. Yep. Because gotcha. I mean, especially for to this point of the podcast, we're deep into wrestling. We're already done. You're definitely a good brother. Or good sister. Or a good non-binary. And if you want to be like all of them, curveballncs at gmail.com, curveballncs on the Twitter and curveballs and your shots on the Facebook and the YouTubes and the TikToks and the others. Dominic, have a, uh, a hot take on the transgender swimmer uh, winning a national championship? No comment. Which means I'll comment on it later when I have all the facts. Anyways, thank you guys very much for tuning in. Want to send in a question? Curveball and CS at gmail.com. Curveballs and CS on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and Pornhub and Grinder and Twit Tinder and whatever the hell else you want to follow us at. All the pertinent links are in the description down below. Thank you very much for tuning in. Goodbye and good night for Dominic Hops. And I'm Brandon Tanguma for a studio audience. No mascot appearance. Is the mascot doing okay? And Dominic already left. Damn. You hate to see it. He texted me. You know, let's just hear what he said. <clears throat> dead. Oh, apparently Dominic's dead. Well, you just absolutely hate to see it. Goodbye and good night. Uh, bye bang. Evolution is-